Welcome to Food Fight the Food Podcast, where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers, no solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Oh, Lindsay, we're going to start off with some, some, some sass. Ooh, what's going on? Well, if I say sass, who do you think of? Me? <laughs> yes. Lily? Yes. Yes. Lily. Lily. Yeah. So, as we're recording this, it's a couple days before Easter. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked candy with Abby Gardner. She was great. Uh, and now we're getting right into Easter. And mm-hmm. I'm taking the kids to school my teenage kids and I'm saying, Hey, Sunday's Easter. And Lily's like, yeah, how come we're not going to do any like Easter candy hunts and all that? And I was like, cause you're fucking 14. You're almost 15. I didn't say the fuck part, but in my head I did. Yeah. And I was like, if you want Easter candy, I will take you to a store and you can buy whatever Easter candy you want. And she's like, well, do I have to pay for it? And I said, yeah, you have to pay for it. You're a teenager now. You have allowance. She has got, she's getting a summer job. She will have mm-hmm. money. So I was like, I'm not paying for it, but I will drive you and give you any candy you want that you want to pay for. Mm-hmm. So then it became this. What if, this is Lily, what if I sent a letter to the Easter Bunny? Oh, and gave it to you, if it was good enough, would you buy me candy? And I said, okay, you write an Easter Bunny letter saying why you deserve candy as a teenager. Give it to me. I'll read it. And if I agree with it, I will buy you any candy you want. Okay. So that's what's going to happen before Sunday. Lily... Now, she was like, great. She goes, great, I'll text you. So she's not going to write a letter. She's going to... She's texting She's texting me, and I was like, it better be a big letter. It better not be like, hey, Easter Bunny, give me candy. Love and kisses, Lily. So I was like, it better be a legit letter that you're texting me. She's like, I'm going to text you a letter. She's like, I might do a voice recording as well, pleading my case. Oh, can we like... Can we do this on the show? Can we listen to it? Can oh, we read it? She doesn't know that, but fuck yeah, we're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, we yes. have to. And then we can decide together. Uh, it's going to be a week time, but we'll have the... We'll ha- so I have to be the final harbinger because of time. Yeah, but I'll guess what you yes. decided. So, oh yeah, we're reading this on next week's episode. Oh, great. Yes. She has no idea. That's her fault for not listening to the podcast. I mean, you you snooze, you lose. You right. know what I mean? Right. So she won't know that we're reading this or, or are doing the recording for it. But next week, stay tuned because there will be an Easter Bunny letter from Lily Pinchon giving talking points about why she deserves candy at almost 15 years old. I love it. Yeah. So this was a big morning discussion. So we'll be doing that next week. Keep an eye out for it. And... Listener email is also about candy. 
because Great. Danny, our man Danny, literally right before we started recording, emailed us. Okay, what did Danny okay, say? Last week, the candy show with Abby, uh, I was sitting there going, hey, what was the the tamales thing for you? I was like, do you remember this tamales talk? And you're like, no, I don't. Danny says, it was hot tamales and Dr. Pepper. I remember hearing it on the cast and thinking, huh, I need to try that. I wonder what episode that was on, because I didn't bring that up. I don't know. I don't know, but Danny remembers. So there was talk about hot tamales and Dr. Pepper. So he thinks he's going to try that. Now. Sounds weirdly delicious. I mean, you like hot. I think it really goes. I bet you it, it does. Go. It does like, go. I don't. That rots my teeth just thinking about it, but I yeah. like the idea of it. I mean, I think if someone did that in front of you, you'd be like, shit, that's kind of next level. Right. And then, I would be impressed, but also repulsed. Yes. Yes, you, but you would have to try. I would have to take a sip, yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. Although, if you're taking a sip, aren't you like, well, I got to drink all the rest of it because I want to see what that hot no. tamale tastes like. No, no, you'll get it. You just drink it towards the middle to the end of it. You don't want to try the uh, hot tamale soaked in Dr. Pepper? Mm, I mean, I could, but I don't think I have to drink more than thing. a couple of sips to get that. Yes, well, speaking of uh, Easter, Danny also says, speaking of peeps, they make a hot tamale flavored peep and they are awesome. Whoa, I need to find those. Do you like peeps? I can't remember on the show last week. Did you say you like peeps? Um, it's just a family thing. Like, I think they're repulsive, but they're a part of our family. <laughs> Your family garbage. Um, yeah. Speaking of garbage, Danny also says, I also like to eat peeps stale as they get a fun circus peanut texture. Yes. Wow, I, I, f- I wonder if I have to order these peep tamales. I gotta go. I feel like I gotta order these peep hot tamales like when my parents are here. Yeah, you gotta do it soon. I mean, uh, as of this recording, uh, Easter is just a couple days away. Yeah, what are you doing for Easter? <laughs> Nothing. You're not cooking at home or I anything? Think, well, it's a little iffy because Theo now has a job. He works weekends. He's a sandwich artiste. Yes, he is. He's a sandwich artiste and works weekends. So he's working this weekend. So we're not sure exactly what we're going to do. Um, and I'm not sure exactly if Liz going to be getting them sweet, sweet Easter candies. So it's all up mm. in the air for our Easter. But I'm guessing Am will make something and we'll do something to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. So that's We're... We're going non-traditional this year, and we're going to Casa Vega. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's like a very famous Mexican spot, like old school Mexican spot in L.A. for the listeners. And so my parents are in town, and Bradley's family wants to do Easter, but we never want anyone to feel obligated to cook. But mm. my parents don't live here, so they're not going to be the ones to cook. So we usually go out to eat, and um, yeah, we're going to Casa Vega. For those who are still curious about Casa Vega, Casa Vega was the movie, it was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Where, yes, it where, was. Yeah, in the end, where Brad Pitt and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio go have a, a final meal together. It's a major L.A. Valley staple. Yes, everyone goes there at least once. 
Yep. So we're going there. We're taking my parents to Casa Vega. That's really fun. That's a really, really good idea. Bradley's dad was like, why are we going to Casa Vega? And we're like, don't ask questions. Yeah. Just happy Easter. Just happy Easter. Come with a smile on your face and have a margarita and an enchilada for Easter. Exactly. I love that. Now, would you eat stale peeps like Danny? Yeah, I would try it. Well, peeps are. Gross I think anyway. I would. I think I want that texture more than the regular peep texture. Oh, okay. Well, if you get a hot tamale peep, let us know on next week's episode. I'm gonna try as soon as we're done. I'm gonna try to <laughs> over overnight them. You're like, this is my afternoon. Yeah. I love it. Well, if you have a question or comment or a food pick, send it to us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Or you can holler at Lindsay at. Lindsay Gentile on Instagram. So, speaking of Instagram, did a food poll uh, about granny candy. I think granny candy's gross. So I asked people, is it wonderful or is it awful? Lindsay, do you want to take a guess? When I voted, it was 100% wonderful. Oh, fuck. God damn it. It didn't get that far. That would be the worst. Yeah. If 100% people said something was wonderful that I hate. Yeah. Uh, But it was pretty much a thrashing. Wonderful, 69%. Awful, 31%. All right. Still did really well. It did really, really well. And I kind of thought it would. I was kind of hoping maybe it would be like a 60-40 or close to 50-50. But people like granny candy. If it's there, we're going to eat it. Are we going to buy it? No. But if it's there, it's such a nice little fun treat. When you go get a massage and you're on your way out and they have this gross granny candies, it's like, yeah, you know what? I am going to have one of these. I, I deserve this after this massage. I don't want this. I want something so much better than this. But this is such a novelty, ridiculous thing. I'm going to eat it. You're like, it's here. I'm not not going to have it. I'm not going to not 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 have it. Hells No. But you can look out for our food polls every Tuesday morning on Instagram at the Food Fight Pod. That's where we have it. Let's get into our main topic. Let's spill some tea. Let's spill some tea. And full disclosure, I'm already drinking my tea because I have a tummy ache and it's helping me. Oh, no. Oh, save it for an hour from now when you still have that tummy ache. I'll warm it up. Oh, this will be exciting. I'll warm it up. Mm -hmm. So... Here's what I have to start off about saying with tea. I love tea. I drink tea literally twice a day, every day. There's never not a day where I don't have at least two cups of tea. Yeah, you're a major tea person. But it's only green tea. Oh, I didn't know that. I only drink green tea. And yet, no joke, I still go, yeah, I'm a tea expert. For the listeners that are maybe new, Kirk doesn't really do coffee, but like tea is his coffee. Tea is my coffee. But I didn't realize you only do one kind of tea. I do do variations on a theme. So it's variations of green tea, which we will get into a little bit later. But yeah, it's only green tea, herbal tea, no, black teas, no, any other tea, white tea, no, Uh, only green tea. But yet I still kind of go... Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a tea expert. Well, you're a green tea expert. I'm a green tea expert, but because I'm also an insecure male, I take out the green and just say, I'm a tea expert. Right. Well, that makes a lot of sense because men are garbage. 
Not a lie. <laughs> not a lie. But you said it. Tea versus coffee. Uh, I don't like coffee. I don't like the taste of it. But I think coffee is really cool. I've said it many times. Um, tea versus coffee for you because you, you're kind of a both person. I am a coffee person. You but are. Okay. I cannot have coffee after like 11 a.m. caffeine wise. Mm-hmm. So tea is a great little fun way for me to be like, I still want something like warm and cozy, but I can't have caffeine. So I'll do an herbal tea. Okay. All right. That makes sense. But not often. Not often. So you're not a daily tea drinker, but you're a daily coffee drinker. Daily coffee drinker, a monthly tea drinker, and I love tea and doing um, hot toddies. Okay. Yes. And of course, boba. I like iced tea, yes. Yeah. We'll get into but that. But I've only had the boba once. This will be a new part of your life, trust us. Here's my question to you. As someone who is a coffee drinker but kind of appreciates tea, why is there more love for coffee than tea? I don't understand it. There seems to be a demarcation of like, I'm a coffee drinker. And there's people like, I'm a tea drinker. They're, they're identifiers. And it feels like coffee always just gets a little more appreciation than tea. And I want to know why. Well, there's probably something in the history of like tea is really elite. Like if you've ever gone to afternoon tea, Mm -hmm. it is like a whole to do. Um, And so maybe more like more common folk drank coffee. So it was more accessible to people and didn't feel so like hoity toity. Um, so maybe there's something there that's more um, inclusive. Hmm. I. You know what? I think maybe in America that I can see that being a thing of like, oh, tea is for snobs and coffee is for, you know, for us, you know, Joe Bag of Donuts. But, I mean, if you go to certain, if you go to countries in Asia, it's, tea's just there. It's just a, it's, you know, like if you go to Chinese restaurants, tea is just served and it's not hoity-toity it's not fancy it's just here's a pot of tea here's these little cups there's your tea i think that tea is like an older thing too like Mm. my mom drank tea my grandmother had tea but i didn't know anyone young my age like drinking tea growing up i think you're low-key calling me old No, I'm just saying why it's just not always around also like coffee like as like you know, like a coffee artist or what do they call yeah, them? Oh, a the, barista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a thing until like 10 years ago. Yeah. I get Like there that. was no like coffee snobs. We all drank it like out of filters in a big machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, there's coffee snobs now. Oh, yeah. Now? But yeah. that's become, that's like thanks to Seattle. Like yeah. that wasn't like a thing. I, I think it's not a thing. I mean, what's, who would you rather be with? A coffee snob or a tea snob? A coffee snob oh, sounds fuck more off. fun to me. Why? Because I worked afternoon tea and tea snobs are just literally the worst. But there's there's tea snobs that don't do afternoon tea. I get that you, you might be scarred from the afternoon tea gig. But like, you know, there's... I don't understand why tea snobs are maligned more. I'm than not maligning snobs. them. You asked me who I would want to be with. Why I think would you snobs, rather be with that? 
Snobs are more annoying than anyone else, but if I had to choose, I like coffee more than I like tea, so I'd be with a coffee snob. What if I threw wine snob in the mix? Hate wine snobs too. But, but if you have I'd... to choose a wine snob, a coffee snob, or a tea snob. Well, I want to drink the wine that a wine snob is like giving me. It's mm-hmm. always delicious, you know. Let's throw this in. I'm just going to say this right now. F. Mary Kill. Coffee snob, tea snob, wine snob. Hmm, marry coffee, kill tea, fuck the wine snobs. I could see that. I'm going to marry tea, fuck coffee, and kill wine. Okay. So, there we go. I understand. All right, well, let's get into some facts. I found some facts about tea. By the way, milady. Hmm. You're going to be doing a tea quiz. Oh, no. You're doing a tea test coming up. But first, let me get through these facts. Tea has more caffeine in it per milligram uh, than coffee. Tea leaves have around 3.5% caffeine in them, whereas unbrewed coffee beans have only around 1.1 to 2.2% caffeine. So technically, there's more caffeine in tea than coffee per milligram, but it's also in how you brew it up is how much caffeine you actually drink. So what happens is once you start to add hot water and brew your coffee beans or your tea leaves, the amount of caffeine changes. This is because the hot water actually extracts the caffeine from the coffee beans and is more concentrated than when you brew a cup of tea. So uh, unbrewed tea has more caffeine than unbrewed coffee. It's only when you brew it that caffeine actually gets it a little more but you can get a stronger concentration of caffeine from your cup of tea by steeping it longer Uh, think of caffeine in coffee like a short sharp hit and caffeine in tea like a slower releasing boost so the tea in caffeine if i'm reading this right and i think i'm reading this right because it favors what i like more tea gives you a longer caffeine high not as sharp and, and immediate as coffee. So it's mm. co- a coffee, uh, caffeine in coffee will spike more and a tea one will, will be a little more gradual. I read it as you got to keep it in longer if you want more caffeine. So it's like you got to slowly sip it. You got to keep the tea in there, the tea bag in there longer. That's what I got from that. Well, that's because you'd be right. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to skew it Understood. to my personal insecurities and have tea be a better option. Understood. So you're using logic. Mm. I'm just trying to fucking get my way. Now, do you leave your tea bag in? I do. I am a I like really, really strong bracing green tea. Yeah. I leave mine in too. I leave mine in. I never take mine out. Um, leave in it for the whole time. Love it. Love it strong. I hate weak tea. Weak tea is a. It's just is the worst. It's just an absolute waste. Yeah. Can't stand it. Part of the stuff I that I like with tea, and I think this is part of the thing that's now, like you mentioned, coffee has become a thing, but tea has always had this. There's like a ritual to it that yeah. I really like. 
Uh, I like the like. Okay, let's brew the tea. Okay, let's let's put the uh, the leaves in. Let's pour over. Let's. I like the accoutrements. I like the hardware. I like all that shit. Yeah, it feels like a lot of work to me. <laughs> You're just like fuck it. I just want my coffee. Uh, and working tea service is so annoying because everyone has a different kind of tea and then you have to keep topping them off with the hot water and then they need another tea bag because it's like too much water and now the tea isn't strong enough and it's just like, it's a fucking nightmare. And people sit for hours. Oh, hell yeah. I'm here for that. Save it because we're going to be talking tea time uh, at the very end because I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, loose leaf first bag. Do you have a preference? Um, loose leaf or I like a bag. You like a bag again because you just don't want to do the work. Yeah, I want to like stick the bag in and then it stays in there. Okay, I do loose leaf too. I love loose leaf, but again, uh, I leave it in for a longer time. You can't obviously leave it in when you drink it, but I leave it in for a very long time. Also, it's more snobby and pretentious, and I like that right. more. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I get it. How about milk? Do you do milk and tea? I think that's fucking gross. No, I don't. I usually do it straight up or a little bit of honey if I'm in the mood. Just, I don't want any, I don't use sugar or honey. Uh, I don't want milk tea. Milk teas are like, ugh. Not gross. a fan of it. Okay. They're ready to take a tea test. Yes. Okay. You have four questions. Question number one. It takes around how many tiny leaves to make just one pound of finished tea? Is it 2,000, 3,000, or 4,000? Hmm. 3,000? 2,000. Okay. Okay. That's still a lot of tiny leaves. It's uh, a lot of tiny leaves. It's a lot of tiny... Again, going back to it, tea's a lot of fucking work, man. Yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> You're, you're, you have shit to do. I'd rather spend my time doing like so many other things. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. I don't know what you mean. I'd rather do tea things. That's how I am. Question number two. True or false, no tea is grown in the United States. Oh, interesting. I'm going to say that that's true. It is False. Okay. An island off the coast of South Carolina and also Hawaii is where tea is grown in the U.S. Interesting. Yeah, had no idea. What kind of tea do they make there? Do we know? You're asking a lot of me with these questions and I didn't do that much digging, so I don't know. Hmm. Um, I do not know. Question number three. Today, Americans drink almost 50 billion glasses of iced tea each year accounting for what percentage of all tea consumed in the U.S.? Is it 67%? Is it 74%? Is it 81%? Or is it 90%? I'm going to go with 74%. Incorrect. It's 81%. Wow. 81% of of Americans drinking tea, it's iced tea. Interesting. Americans love iced tea is what we're learning here. That's so weird because a lot of that stuff is just like powdered or like mm-hmm. garbage. Yes. You know, that's interesting. Which we're going to get right into right after this last question. Last question. Let's get one, Lindsay. Come on. 
Come on, let's I just mean, bear down. All right. right. How many different types of tea are there? Hint, it's more than 1,000. Okay. Oh, I just have to guess. Would you like another hint? Sure. It's not, it's, it's between 1,000 and 5,000. Okay, I'm going to say 3,500. I'm going to give you it because it's 3,000. Wow. 3,000 different types of tea. That's a, And I've only had like seven. Right. Yeah. What are these other tea? What are these 3,000 other teas that people are drinking? That's really interesting though because like how could you even count it? It's like then you've got jasmine and lemon and then you've got mm-hmm. green tea and jasmine. I mean it's like... There's just millions. I of think options. there's varietals, kind of, uh, and, mm. and different like subsets of different teas, which we'll also learn about as well. Um, iced tea versus hot. Do you care? I'll have iced tea like as a refreshing beverage, but it, to me, it's two different things. Oh, talk about that. Why? Um, I feel like. I'm in either in the mood for like this beverage or that beverage, but I don't feel like it's necessarily to me when I think of it, like I'll have that hot or cold. Okay. Like I'm just like, I want a nice tea with my salad, but I would never have a hot tea with my salad. Like that would be so weird. Like that feels like a beverage to me, like water, lemonade, Coke. Yes. Whereas a tea to me is more of like a hot tea is like having a coffee or some sort of like special beverage do you only drink iced tea like in the summer and hot tea in the winter uh i don't only have hot tea in the winter but i don't think i would have iced tea on like a cold day okay all right i prefer hot i drink i i see i only drink ice when it's summer i don't particularly drink it in the winter but i drink hot in the summer as well Mm. Um, but here's a fun fact about iced tea Americans tasted their first iced tea at the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis, Missouri. An exhibiting tea merchant had planned to give away free samples of hot tea to to attendees. When a heat wave hit, no one was interested in a hot beverage. To save his investment, he dumped a load of ice into the brewed tea and served the first iced tea. Customers lined up to try the invention. Interesting. I had no idea. I love shit like that. I love, like, necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. Where he's like, this guy's like, I'm fucked. Shit. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, let's just put some ice in it and maybe someone will drink it. See what happens. Yeah. And I love an iced tea. Like, if I want something more than water, but I want to be healthy, I always go for a nice, unsweetened iced tea. Oh, sweet tea is, I mean, I know it's a thing in the South and people are like, you got to get that sweet tea. Oof. Oof. It is, any sweet tea is gross, but like down in the South, that tea is sweet. Yeah, it is nasty. It's way rough. Speaking of nasty, wonderful segue, let's talk to supermarket bottled teas. All right, I have a list of, I hate bottled teas. I fucking hate bottled teas. They're gross. I've never I'm okay with a, some of them. Uh, I knew you would be. I've never had a good bottled tea in my life. So we're going to go over a bunch of them right now. I'm going to start with old school and then move on to the newer school. So old school, if you remember these, 
Lipton. That's like the OG. I don't like Lipton. It's gross. It's terrible. Yeah. I can't do it unless I can brew it like a tea bag, do hot water, and then like zhuzh it up. I really can't get behind a Lipton. I can't either. It's that bare bones, hey, I would like a tea. Powder. Yes. Yes. Or even like their bagged tea. It's the tea that an airline gives you when you ask for hot tea. Yeah, I'm not into it. Yeah. Do you remember Nest Tea? Yes. Is that the thing? Let me look at what the bottle looks like. I think like. the bottle will jog your memory because it's pretty iconic. I remember them as like yeah. sweet tea. Yeah. Never really got into that. Yeah. Gross as well. Now, Gross. when I was a kid, there wasn't necessarily bottled teas, but there was like the powder. So you would like, your mom would get a big container of like Nest Tea powdered iced Ugh. tea. And that's how you would make it. And it was just, it was the worst. So gross. The 70s were a rough time for everyone. Um, Snapple. I hate Snapple. I used to, when I was little, I (laughs) loved Snapple. Because you are a 90s child. Yeah. So Snapple was like really big. Yeah. Snapple was fucking huge. And even, like, because it was so big, it was on Seinfeld. Seinfeld would drink Snapple the whole time. Yes. Now, I loved the Snapple peach tea. Of course you did. And I'm so curious now what the nutrition facts are, if you just give me a minute. Sure. It can't be good. I'm just so curious, like, what the actual deal was. Let's see. So it was only 110 calories, which I'm actually very... Surprise. Was it one serving? Because they're pretty big bottles. Here we go. So this is for a 16 ounce. Okay. 160 calories, 40 grams of car- of carbohydrates, 40 grams of sugar. Okay. That is a lot. It's a lot of, of sugar. Sugar. Yeah. And no one's sharing a 16 ounce. Or a snack. No. They're drinking wow. that on their own. That's four. Yeah, that's a lot. That's yes. crazy. But it only has water, sugar, citric acid, tea, and natural flavors. I wonder what those natural, quote unquote, right. flavors are. Right. I always want to know what those yes. natural flavors are. The thing are. I liked most about Snapple was that uh, we would do the thing... We do it because ostensibly it was to make it easier to open the cap. But like you take the bottom and you smack the bottom and it make it oh. and it would pop the it would pop the cap to make it easier. And I remember like we used to do that like I was in like, you know, college and stuff and we used to be like, Look how cool we are. Like it's like guys who dip that would like do the thing with their dip can. Oh, We'd so do the douchebaggy, like, Oh, I gotta tap the bottom and twist the cap because I'm cool. That's hilarious. Chicks love it when I do that. Said no one ever. Uh, Arizona tea. That stuff I would think is worse than Snapple. That was big too growing up. And we drank that. And Arizona tea also had this ginseng flavor. Yes, yes. And that was like a biggie. Yeah, you're like, look at me drinking ginseng. I'm healthy. Now, that one wasn't as bad as the other flavors. The mm-hmm. other flavors were just, like, all sugar. But I wonder, like, how much sugar the green tea one had. I used to drink that all the time. And those bottles were huge. Yeah, they were huge. And then they came out with the cans. 
Uh, and then they Huge. were like, also they were like, uh, I actually did a piece on this one. They're 99 cents and they always stayed 99 cents. Unbelievable. And they stamped 99 cents on the can so vendors couldn't raise the price. Interesting. Yeah. So in, I'm looking now, um, green tea, cane sugar, and honey. Oh, sugar and honey. Just what we always need. Because yeah. sugar's not enough. It's a little bit better than Snapple. Wow. So it's 35 carbohydrates, 34 grams of sugar. I'm surprised. I thought Arizona would be way, way more. Oh, I lied. You get two servings. That's right, because it's a bigger... That's what it is. That's what it is. So it's 70 grams of... 70 grams of sugar? Yeah. That's... That... Can you believe that we just drank that on the regular? Yeah. And you're like, what do you mean? It's green tea has ginseng in it. I'm living my best life. Can't believe it. That is insane. That and uh, Arizona tea, not made in Arizona. Where is it made? It's made in New York. Interesting. It was two guys who were in the malt liquor business um, and got inspired by like uh, the bodegas in New York City and were like, oh, I wonder if we could do this with like not alcohol. And so they came up with tea and they called it Arizona because they wanted the idea of like, oh, it should be a place that like is hot and, you know, where you're like third months to need to quench your thirst. So we'll just call it Arizona. Love it. All right, let's move to newer teas. These are teas in the past like 10, 15 years or so that I think are all bullshit. Um, and I hate the taste of all of them. I'm going to start with this one, Pure Leaf. Okay, this one, Marla Gentile, my mother, drinks this shit every night. Night? Yes, she has to have it by her bedside, okay? God. So they're coming to town tonight, and I ordered her, like I got deliveries for them, I ordered her these pure leaf teas. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, my God. You know who else uh, drinks pure leaf every day? Uh, Who? The VP of our company, Chad. Interesting. See, this is... nonstop. Because if you go into a gas station, this is looks the plainest. Yes. So it, if you get it unsweetened, it's not bad for you. Yeah. And it just doesn't have any frills. It's like a standard thing that's not Lipton. Yes. It's not. You can get the unsweetened and it still tastes terrible. It's like, uh, it's, it's the worst. Uh, honest tea. Have you ever had honest tea? Yes. I like honest tea. Interesting. Okay. It just has a little hint of honey. If you want a little, little hint of honey, there's ones that have a lot of honey in them, and then there's ones that are like very mild, so it's not doesn't have that many calories. And I I have bought this at a gas station before on a road trip. Okay, I mean, if I'm going on a road trip, I'm just gonna be like fuck it, just give me a diet coke. I don't want any of these bullshit teas because I'm just gonna be sad so I'm like let me just if I need the caffeine let me just get the Diet Coke and well I'll, I'll live through it honest tea says they're organic and they're honest oh they're owned by Coca-Cola <laughs> see booyah they're full yeah. of shit gold peak 
Gold Peak, I usually stay away from, but I don't know if I have any information to back that up. I do as well. I associate Gold Peak as the teas that are like in huge jugs. And like you're like, I'm bringing Gold Peak to the to the picnic. And that's yeah. going to be the tea for the day. And it's no good. Here's the worst tea. I'm calling them out. Tazo. Mm. Tazo, uh, a bag tea and their bottle tea are the worst teas for me. Now, where do you see a Tazo? Tazo. Oh, I've had their bag teas before. And I've never had their bottle. I didn't know they made bottles. They do make bottle teas, not as big as their bag tea. Their bag tea, uh, several years ago, Starbucks and Tazo joined forces and were like, okay, Tazo's going to be the tea for Starbucks. I stopped going to Starbucks because of it. I hated the tea that much. Interesting. See, I never really noticed. Okay. I noticed big time because it affected it affected me yeah. emotionally. Uh, Understood. Tejava, T-E-J-A-V-A. I've seen it. I've seen that at Trader Joe's. That's it. This is the Trader Joe's one. To me, that's like Trader Joe's version of Pure Leaf. Yes, exactly 100%. No frills, just the, here's your tea, do what you will. Last one. Uh, 100%. Tivana. Do you remember? Do you know Tivana? I've heard of Tivana. I've seen Tivana. Tivana. I feel like I've had that before. Give me just a second here. Uh, I don't think I've had it. Okay. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the label. I don't think I've had it. See it around. I can't say much about it, but I'm going to put it in the uh, don't like category. All right. Okay. Keeping along the lines of cold or iced tea. How do you feel about an Arnold Palmer? Love an Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmers, I'm not going to lie. Those are real drinkable. You know, I never really knew what that was until I worked in a restaurant. And I was like, what is that? And I'm like, why have I never had this in my life? I mean, they've been around since the 50s because they are named after the golfer Arnold Palmer who came up with this concoction and would have to have it every time he got off the golf course. I like it because it's like you don't... don't want to get too naughty with lemonade so yep. you could like mix and match it and you get a little bit of both worlds. Agree. Now, do you go more tea than lemonade or more lemonade than tea? I do more tea than lemonade. Same Z's and it's better. Yeah. yeah. It's better. It should be a little more tea forward, I think. Just depends on your sweet tooth, I think. I mean, I have a pretty big sweet tooth, but for me, I think tea, more tea than lemonade is the way to go. Otherwise, just get lemonade. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just get the lemon. Just get the lemonade. Now, would you do a version of an Arnold Palmer that is tea and limeade? I don't know if I remember what limeade tastes like, so I'm going to say no. (laughs) It's just lemonade, but tastes like lime. Okay. I'm going to throw another one at you. An Arnold Palmer with orange juice. I don't want it. Grapefruit juice. I don't want it. I don't want any of these either. It's got to be lemonade. It's got to be lemonade. What about passion fruit? I don't want it. I want want passion fruit tea sometimes. Ugh, that's the worst. I like it sometimes. I dilute it a bit, but I like it because it's sweet enough and it's tart enough to like 
get a, my sweet tooth going without being like bad. But you don't find it too overly sweet at all? No, I kind of like really strong tea flavors sometimes. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. And, and for me, sometimes you just can't get past all that sweet passion fruit fake kind of shit. I like it. All right. Have you ever liked, ever tried, ever heard of a tea cocktail? Uh, I feel like I've had a tea cocktail, and I'm trying to think of what it was. Oh, really? Yeah, I've had some sort of a vodka tea yeah, situation before. Yeah. Yep. Black tea. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a really involved process because a lot of times it takes like, first of all, to make a tea cocktail, it's just got to be, it just takes a lot of work. And I feel like if you're, even if a bar is offering that, I feel the bartender's like, really? Yeah. It's a whole thing. Even just getting a hot toddy and asking for hot water, like a bartender's really annoyed by it Yeah, it's like, I don't got time for that shit. Now, yeah. I bring it up because uh, before, long before I met you, long before I became an editor, uh, I was a uh, cocktail oh, writer. Oh, that's right. And I wrote an article about cocktails for this restaurant industry magazine called Food Fanatics. Uh, this is like from 2013. Mm. So I'm going to read a little bit to you. And you can judge me on my writing. Great. Like, like I've done. I love it. <laughs> so this is called, <laughs> this title, title is called Steeped in Spirit. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, uh, the log line, when tea and spirits hook up, good things can happen by Kirk. Ooh, yeah. love that. Yeah. So sexy and yeah. fresh and current. I was really pushing it, man. All right. Here we go. I'm going to give you the first two paragraphs. Bartenders will add any liquor to any liquid given half the chance, so it shouldn't come as a surprise It's a surprise that tea cocktails are the latest darling of the drink menu. I don't know why I said darling. Uh, but creating a great tea cocktail doesn't mean just tossing anything out. It turns out there's a method or two to the madness. Infusing is hardly a new technique, but bartenders are discovering more nuanced flavors from steeping tea directly into a spirit. In fact, some bartenders won't make tea cocktails any other way. I mean, I'm really selling that shit. I like it. I mean, oof. Sounds Um, like you know what you're talking about. It sounds like I know what I'm talking about. And uh, you know what? Full disclosure, I think I wrote it that way because it was, I got paid per word. There you go. Get those words in, baby. Get those words in. Get those five cent words in and make more money. Unbelievable. Yes. But tea cocktails are a thing. Uh, I don't know if they're as popular as they were in 2013, but it was like a big deal. And it was like, people are like, oh yeah, I take take this cardamom tea and I take the vodka and fuse it and it takes like a week. And then I make a cocktail with it, and I was like, God damn, there's a lot. Yeah, I've had, like, black tea-infused vodka. Yeah. I've had, like, some things like that. 
I think it's fine. I think I would guess it's not as much as I like tea. I'm like it's not really worth the sweat equity for it. Right. I yeah. understand that. I don't like that. Which is the perfect uh, time to now talk about different types of teas. I'm going to go into the types of teas that the internet says are available. There are five different types of tea, but in those five types, there's like literally just thousands. So okay. I'm going to start with green. And here are the differences. And I want to hear your thoughts on, on some of the green tea. Uh, when green tea leaves are processed, they are minimally oxidized. After being harvested, they are quickly heated and dried to prevent too much oxidation from occurring that would turn the green leaves brown and alter their fresh pick flavor. Less oxidation means green tea is typically lighter in color and flavor than black tea with more vegetal, grassy, or seaweed notes depending on the tea. So it's like they... It's like a... It's almost like a mad dash where they're just like, okay, let's pick them quick. Let's fucking heat them quick and let's get them out there. Got it. And that's my favorite type of tea. Now, my favorite, I love green tea. I love green tea. And my favorite is jasmine green tea. That's the thing I drink the most. Me too. I love, that's my favorite green tea. Oh, God, I love you for saying that. It's jasmine so good. Jasmine green tea is so good. The next time you're coming over, we need to give you some green tea because they do, um, we do ones that are jasmine green pearls. So oh. what they are is they're fucking cool as shit. It's a, technically a loose leaf tea, but it's a little ball. It's a little tiny jasmine pearl tea ball. And you put it in a little container, a metal container that's kind of like a strainer that fits the cup. And you heat your water and then you pour the tea in and then it steeps it through. And the, the, the little balls open up. Wow. It's really cool. The only problem is, is I can't have caffeine after like 12. That's why you don't do it. That's why I don't do tea with you guys. I can like maybe do like 2 p.m. Okay. If I'm staying up late, but like I am very caffeine sensitive. But that caffeine doesn't affect you in the morning. No, I have like a cutoff. Wow. When did Mm -hmm. you realize this? I've always been like that. My mom can't even have any caffeine. Your mom has pure leaf tea. She oh, That's the only caffeine that she'll have. But she's having it at night. For some reason, it doesn't affect her. Listen. She doesn't drink any coffee. She only has decaf. Like, we get up all night. But she'll drink pure leaf tea before going to bed. That's a new thing, though. And for some reason, it doesn't bother her. But, like, growing up, she would only have herbal teas. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, a new thing that she does. And she says it doesn't bother her. Wow. Yeah. Listen, when that wedding rolls around, me and your mom are going to have a conversation because I need to dive in more about that. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I get it. Other types of tea, of green tea, there's, uh, which I have had, is Sencha, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Sencha, this is where it gets real pretentious and, and, and snobby. Sencha tastes a little grassy. Yeah, it's like very bitter. Yeah, it's very bitter and it kind of has a grassy essence, which I really like. Um, There's matcha, which we actually did an episode about all the matcha tea shit that people make with food and all that stuff. There's gen matcha, which tastes like brown rice. Hmm. It's an acquired taste. Like I went through a gen matcha phase where I was like, I'm only drinking gen matcha tea now. This is my life. And then like three months later, I was like, I'm done. No more. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of caffeine. Yes. Gunpowder. 
Yeah. You ever had gunpowder tea? No. It smells... It smells like tobacco. Mm. <laughs> Don't make a face yet. You know mm. how, like, when you're drinking scotch and, the, like, the, the peaty scotches and stuff? That's like gunpowder tea. It's green tea, but it's very, very strong and tastes like peaty, like a, like a scotch. Yeah. I don't think I want that. It's not having it. Okay. Again, I'm going to be honest. I started drinking gunpowder tea because I thought it sounded cool. And... Uh, I was right. It is kind of cool. But I drink a I drink a fair amount of it, but it's real easy to burn out of. Yeah. Jasmine's the one. White tea. Never had white tea in my life. I've had white tea before. Really? Yeah. I, I don't it's like doesn't really do it for me, but I've had it before. Never had it. White tea is comprised of new young tea leaves and buds from that camellia. Senesis plant and is only harvested for a few weeks each spring in the northern district of Fujian, China. Now, mm. there are five varietals. There's the silver needle, the white peony, the tribute eyebrow, the noble long life eyebrow, and the Fujian new craft. Silver needle, silver needle, white peony. Tribute eyebrow, noble long life eyebrow, Fuhan new craft. All right, based on name alone, which one are you drinking? One of the eyebrows. Just got to yeah. see what that is. Uh, that is goddamn right. What are we drinking here, guys? I, I am a hundred percent drinking noble long life eyebrow. Yeah, like where? What does that even mean? What's the story behind it? Like, I gotta get. I gotta know more. I gotta know more. A little concerned. That if I drink it, it makes my eyebrows grow. Yeah, you never know. Because I mean, I gotta, I gotta cut through the br- the the bracket enough, but still, I'm gonna give it a try. I love it. I love that. All right, the main thing that everyone thinks about when they think of tea is black tea. Uh, that's kind of the Western culture tea: sun tea, sweet tea, iced tea, afternoon tea. Those are all used making black tea. Uh, black tea differs from green tea in that it's uh, different in the production process. The tea leaves are allowed to fully oxidize before they heat process and dried. So that's why it's got that like rich, dark brown, black color because it oxidizes longer. Don't like black tea. I like black tea. Like straight up. Okay, here's, here's examples of black tea. Darjeeling. Have you ever had Darjeeling? Yeah, I'm not that into that. Same. Irish, English, or Scottish, which are roughly the same. I like an English tea in the morning if I want something bitter. Like, let's say they didn't have coffee, I would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm more of a green tea person. Earl Grey. Earl Grey, don't really love it. Don't love it either, yet... I'd eat it like an Earl Grey scone. Hmm. If there's like an Earl Grey scone, I'll eat it. But ironically, drink it with jasmine green tea. Interesting. Yeah, I think there's something nice about having black tea like for breakfast. Um, But yeah, it's, it's definitely a strong taste. Definitely. And I think that's why a lot of... People will put milk in it, which I still think is disgusting. I, I yeah. can't. I can't get, especially hot tea and milk. Oof. No, it's a you. thing. It's a thing. It's been a thing forever, but I'm here to say, 
Not a thing for me. Not into it. Oolong. Now, I've had oolongs. Give me some more information about oolongs. Oolong is neither a black tea nor a green tea. It falls into its own category of tea. Oolong tea usually tastes floral, fruity, and has a thick mouthfeel. Yeah, I've had the, I've had some oolongs before. I don't think I've ever had oolong. Um, I don't think I want a thick mouthfeel. I know, but I like a fruity sometimes. Ugh, no, thank you. Would you take an oolong over a Earl Grey or Darjeeling? No, um, maybe. It depends on like my mood and the time of day. Okay. I can yeah. see that. Um, I would probably take, I would take an Earl Grey over an oolong. Uh, thick mouthfeel, the name of my new ska band. Uh, <laughs> but, oof, no thank you. Okay, herbal tea. I think yes. this is correct. Herbal tea is not necessarily, is not tea. True tea is made from the leaves of the plant Camilla senesis, most commonly known as the tea plant, while herbal teas are made using a combination of spices, flowers, bark, and leaves belonging to edible non-tea plants. I never knew this. It makes sense. I mean, I didn't know that the tea was only like a specific kind of um, leaf, but yeah, they are all sorts of weird dried flowers and fruits, so yes. that makes sense to me. Yes. So examples of that, chamomile. Chamomile, Love it. to me, all herbal teas are... I'm not feeling well. I need to drink herbal tea. I love herbal teas as someone who can't do caffeine at night because this is just what I'll have at night. Well, what will that be? Chamomile, peppermint, ginger? I love all of it. Hibiscus? I, I like hibiscus less. Oof, too flowery. Um, but I like it. I like it. Not here for it. I used to drink cam chamomile tea was the tea that I knew of to use for a hot toddy. Yep, you can use chamomile for a hot toddy. And that became a thing for when I was sick and also for a while in Chicago when it was butt-ass cold. Yeah. We would just be like, let's just put some whiskey in some chamomile tea with some honey and drink it. This is saying that rooibos is, a, is an herbal tea. It is. Uh, I, that was the last one I was going to ask you about. I think... I think it's called Ruhus. Oh, I don't know. I think it's called Ruhus. It's, it looks like Rubois, but I think it's Ruhus. We, when we went to South Africa, we brought home like boxes of it. And it lasted me like a good, like, like maybe a year. I can't imagine drinking that regularly. So good. Is it? Why is it? What is it? taste like i don't know i just loved it i love <laughs> really what does it taste like it tastes kind of like black tea if okay. i remember correctly um i'm trying to see what it says here i i loved it mm -hmm. but also it was like nostalgic for my you know but we drank it every morning and wow. we loved it there's a uh, really good ramen place in uh san gabriel valley that serves um, free tea uh, with your meal. It's iced, and they'll either give you a choice of iced green tea or iced ruhus. 
It's really good. It says here that it has an earthy flavor similar to yerba mate or tobacco. Oh. It tasted like a like a black tea to Ooh, me. Maybe I would like that. It's really good. Wow. Maybe I would like that. Interesting. Interesting. Well, it might go well with what we're about to talk about next, which is afternoon tea. I want to hear your history, excuse me, with afternoon tea, but let me give a little context. Afternoon tea is a light meal typically eaten between 3.30 p.m. and 5 p.m., comprises a tier of sandwiches, a tier of cakes, and one of scones or tea cakes. However, you could also throw in pastries, petite fleurs, or biscuits. Black tea like Earl Grey and Assam, as well as herbal teas like chamomile and mint are used. Marmalades, lemon curds, and herbed butters may also be included. I want all of this, except I want it with green tea. You can have it with green tea. I'm assuming you could. I've never had an afternoon tea in my life. It sounds delightful. Well, if you want to go to the London, Mm -hmm. it's like a per head cost. And they just bring trays of all the pastries. Is it all you can eat? No, you get like a couple of tiers per table, like depending on how many people are there. There's a tea place in Pasadena as well, which is like looks real like old school grandma-ish. Oh, it's time for tea. Uh, Which I would be willing to go to. But all the things that come with afternoon tea, all all them foods, hell yeah. Some of them are good and some of them are the the grandma candy version of pastries. Oh, interesting. I had no idea. Like cream puffs, like that weird like texture that you're just like, eh. Do I really want that? But then you've got like a good couple scones. Yeah. Scones. They call them scones. I know. Stupid um, British. And then they give you like the stuff you could put on the scones. What's it called? There's the like. Marmalade. Butter creams. Uh, cream. Uh, yes. Yes. The creme fraiche. Uh, I know what you're no, talking about. No. It's called like the. You're making curdled, hand gestures and I don't know what you're talking curdled, about. Curdled. Cuddled. Curdled. I don't know. Whatever. Curdled cream. Uh, something like that. Okay. Um, some of the, they have like a lemon tart sometimes. So Ooh, some of the things yeah. are really good. And some of them are the grandma candies. Of it might depend dessert. on where you're going. So you worked at the London in LA they have and an a- in New York? They have a, no, just in LA and they have an afternoon tea. And you worked the afternoon tea. Did you work that with Kelly? Mm-hmm. She also did. We didn't do it every day, but yeah. like as the... If you worked the breakfast shift on the weekends, sometimes it was afternoon tea. Did it suck? It sucked. Don't be vague. You had like 12 people at a table and you'd have to write down like, number one is getting this tea with this and this Uh. and this. Number two is getting this tea with this and this and this. Number three, like breakfast is already hard. I don't think people know unless you've waited tables like... How do you want your eggs? How, what kind of toast do you want? There's like all these different little things, Dinner's these easier. add-ons. So afternoon tea was nice because there was no added food. They just got these tiers. Mm-hmm. But the tea thing got crazy town. Wow. How long How long did you work afternoon teas? Did you do it for the whole time you were there? Yeah, like two years that I was there. Okay. But it was crazy. You'd get a... 30 top and you have 30 different types of teas and have to like 
put the tees in order of who's sitting where. I mean, it was crazy. How were the tips for a it's tee? Just a, for a tee, pretty bad, actually. Oh, uh, that sucks. Mm -hmm. If they were over a certain amount of people, it was included, thank God, but it was pretty bad. Oh, that sucks. My issue, not as a server, but as a patron, is that that's a that's a meal, and that's too late in the day. What do you, does that mean you're skipping dinner? Well, I'm not eating dinner now? Um, we did it, we started at like one, I think, so it could be like a lunch brunch. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like your water gets cold. So like you're constantly hounding your server for more oh, hot water yeah. or like more tea bags. It's not as fun as it sounds. Okay. So we shouldn't get together and do an afternoon tea. I would go to the Pasadena place. Yeah. What's it called? I've already forgotten. <laughs> uh, it's... I'll look it, it up. Yeah, tea place. And while you're looking it up, the, now afternoon tea, when uh, Lily was very little, her and her cousin would go with my mom and they would do a little ladies tea every Christmas, which was a big deal. So it was like a special occasion thing that my mom would take the girls out. I would try it somewhere else and check it out. Okay. There's a few places in Pasadena, by the way. It's so on point that it would be Pasadena as well. Yeah. So All on right. Point. All right, we might do it. We might do an afternoon tea. Oh, my God. We're going to be classy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is about tea, that's what we'll be tasting. I'm going to freshen up my tea. Wait, I'm going to freshen you, up mine, what too. What are you drinking? Hot. You're drinking hot tea right now. Yeah. What is the tea you're drinking? Um, I made myself a ginger tea. Oh, it's so gross. It's so good. I hate ginger tea. That's like medicine. It's medicines. It's so good. So when I lived in New York, there was this bodega that literally put like the hot pot of water mm -hmm. like that you would on like a coffee burner. And they just had chunks of ginger and water. Whoa. That's it. Just chunks of ginger and water. And I would drink it. And like some people would need to like totally put more hot water or yeah. honey or whatever. I would just drink it just like that. And I just fell in love with it. So I have had like, I don't have COVID. I checked. Yeah. But my stomach's been weird the last few days. And I'm like, all right, I'm making my own ginger tea. So I literally chopped up like three things of of. Uh, whatchamacallit, ginger, ginger, boiled it, and then let it sit on low. And you can add honey if you want to. Like, mm -hmm. I might add honey to the um, second bunch, but it's so good. And then if you want it less ginger, you just add a little more water. But I love it. It's like a kick. It, like, punches you in the face. Wow. I could not. Now, the version that you have made, is it as good as the one that you had in New York? It's the same thing. It's same just ginger and water. Okay. Yes. Doesn't seem different. Okay. So before you go get a top off, I'm going to try mine or I'm going to prep mine. I almost did ginger tea because I was like, I'm not going to drink green tea. That's stupid. I drink green tea every day. So I was combing through the kitchen looking for different teas that we had. I almost did an oolong. I mm. almost did a green tea mango and I almost did a ginger. And then Anne's like, why don't you do uh, a milk tea? 
from a bag. So I got this. This is the stuff that Theo loves to drink. It's called Share Tea. Whoa. It is a package of brown sugar creamy milk tea. So I'm going to keep talking. It's going to be weird. So what I have to do is I'm going to do this. I open it up per the instructions. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to smell it. Oh, it smells like, you know what it smells like? Boba. Interesting. It smells like boba. So I got to pour this in. Here I go. Pour. I have to pour this whole thing in. This is it's like shit. doing like um, hot cocoa like yes, out of a packet. Yes, But it's tea. All right, I'm going to walk. I actually uh, heated up some tea, some water, so I'm going to put it in oh, right okay, now. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So, while I'm gone, Lindsay... Entertain the folks with something. Okay, I will. Um, what should we talk about? Well, we didn't really talk about chai tea, and that's kind of, I feel like chai tea probably has things where you could just put it in a bag, heat it up, and that kind of looks like what Kirk is doing right now. To be honest, it looks kind of gross, but I don't want to offend Theo, so we're just going to see what it tastes like. But it does have a chai. Um, Also, uh, just to let you know, my parents are coming, and I got them an Airbnb, so they're close enough, but they're not too close to us. I'm just kidding. You're talking about wedding shit? That's so funny. (laughs) I was saying it. what you're drinking reminds me of a chai tea. I think that's what it is. So now I'm supposed to stir it up. Oh my God, there's so much powder in this. I bet there's so much sugar in that. It's going to be disgusting. (sighs) Why does Anne give this to Theo then? All right, so I'm stirring it up. It looks like... Chai? Yeah, it looks like... It looks like I'm having coffee that has a bunch of cream in it. Yeah. Which I don't think... It's going to taste like that too. Okay, here I go. Not as sweet as I thought. Whoa. Interesting. Not as sweet. Wow. Wow. It's, oh, here I go. It's got the mouthfeel of hot chocolate. That's what I was saying that I felt like it was going to be like. But it doesn't taste like, it tastes a little bit like a boba drink. Interesting. Yeah. It's called Share Tea, and it's from Taiwan, established in 1992. Brown sugar, creamy milk tea. Now let me Weird. try one thing. I'm going to try. We uh, when the weather gets warm and brews. Uh, Jasmine tea, like a big thing of jasmine iced tea that we have in the fridge. Yeah. And I'm going to put a little jasmine tea in here and see what it tastes like. So while I'm gone, hey, Lindsay, entertain the folks. Should we talk about the wedding again? Maybe we should. So we've basically done everything we've needed to do for the wedding, but I'm going dress shopping on Friday, which Kirk doesn't even know that. So once I get a dress, I think I'll be able to feel better. Um, because we've done everything. We've done all the hard work. So dress shopping, it is. Oh, here it comes. Gross. <laughs> I would love to have gone on back on the mic and you just finished with, and that's how I killed the man. 
<laughs> All right. So That's I, next? I put this jasmine green tea that is really good. It's very strong. I don't know why you're putting jasmine green tea inside of the milk tea. That sounds disgusting. Because it says it's tea and it's a little too sweet for me. Gross. Yeah, I failed. That's disgusting. That was that was a bad move. That was a bad move. What a waste. Because it's now colder. Although I guess you can drink this cold, but now yeah. it's really diluted. Yeah, that's nasty. Uh, it was better the original way. I thought this might have been a good fix, but it was better the original way. Oh boy, I should have stuck with green tea. Um. But just as a side note, I'm really proud of this glass. This is my favorite tea mug. This wonderful green color. I have a lot of different mugs for a lot of different teas. That's the thing I also like about tea, as I was saying, is like, I like the hardware. Yeah. I'm a fan of the You like having a good cup. I like having, whether you're doing tea or coffee, you got to have a good mug. You You got to have a mug. mug that you look forward to, that you get excited about. Um, Final fun fact. I have a Prince mug, but no liquid goes in the Prince mug. That's just for show. That's just for show. I will not allow any liquid to enter the Prince mug. Not allowed. So have you been sipping your ginger tea? I have. I When we're done doing the pot, I'm going to have a little bit more. I'm going to warm it up. I'm actually going to put a little honey in it this time. Now, do you find that it's helping your tummy? I don't know, but I think overall, like, ginger's really good for your yeah. stomach, so I'm sure it's doing something. Yeah, as long as it's making you feel good. Yeah. That's all you can hope for. All right, now it's time for What You Eating. What You Eating. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation, anything you're currently obsessing over, or you can recommend based on today's theme. Um, here's mine. This is a life hack. My life hack is this. If you are a fan of eating cookies like I am, might I suggest having hot green tea unsweetened with your cookies? Because what happens is you have some cookies. You eat a cookie, you have a little hot jasmine green tea, and it completely flushes out your mouth. And you're like, oh, I can eat more cookies now. So it's a way to get more cookies into your system mm. because the green tea completely just kind of obliterates all the like cookie chunks, all that stuff. It's a complete cleanser. And that way you get more cookies in because you're like, oh my God, I don't feel like I've had cookies because it's been cleansed from my mouth from jasmine green tea. Wow, what a hack. <laughs> you don't like that hack at all. I can tell from your face. That was hurtful. I, lived, I thought you I were going to say, I, I thought you were going to say like the flavor, no. like it wipes it out. So then you could start over with a nice new bite and it's like a new bite every time. But no. you just want to shove more cookies in your mouth. Yes. Why is that a bad thing? It's fine. It's, I said it was a great hack. You said it in a tone that was sarcastic and anti-tea. Well, here's my suggestion. I think our listeners need to go out, find an afternoon tea near them, do the full tea service, and then email us and let us know if it was worth it. Yes. Let us know if it was worth it because I don't want to do it if it's not really worth it. 
But I want to know what know, the listeners think. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. Do the full tea. Let us know. Send us pictures. Yeah. We want to see how the food looks. Because if it looks good, then Lindsay and I will go out on our own. And yeah. We'll, we'll do a little sophisticated afternoon tea. I get dressed up for it. Yeah, tell us what to do. Tell us it's what on to you. do. It's all on you guys. We need help. We don't I'm not have ma- I can't make my own decisions anymore. <laughs> After this wedding shit, you're like, I'm I done. I can't. All other decisions Lindsay needs help with. She's busy doing her wedding decisions. Just prop me up and tell me where to go. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> and that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share. Please tell your friends and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Instagram page, The Food Fight Pod, where we have food pics, videos, clips from the show, and all our food polls. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, or you want to go do an afternoon tea and send us pics, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast.gmail.com and we'll read it on the air or you can hit up Lindsay at Lindsay Gentile on Instagram that's our show thanks for listening bye bye